You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I don't know, Sarah. We have a business together. If there's something you need to tell me about, <laughs> I'm not. This, is, this makes me a little bit uncomfortable. What I'm the what I'm there. there doing is like trolling for the cheapest product. I'm not. I, I'm not going to take anything. Yeah, that's what anybody would say if they're they're taking something. I'm not taking anything. I am too much of a wimp to steal something. If I would never steal, I wouldn't steal anyway. If the hard workers at whatever store you're going to at whatever place you are, yes. if they're noticing this <laughs> and they're following you, maybe there is a reason for concern. They are following me, do but I, I'm not doing anything. Do I need to take an inventory of what's in the studio? Will you stop it? I'm not taking anything. Hello, hello everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week out of Portland, Oregon, and then available via podcast wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we've got a bunch of stuff to get to today, and including I have an update on part of my three-pronged war that I'm waging. You're, oh, okay, the upstairs. Right, I've got the floor wars with the upstairs neighbor. Sure. That one's tapered off a little I bit. saw her today, by the way. She, she left um, before you got here. Okay. And she looked up at the window right when I was opening the window, and she gave me a glare. Oh, yeah, I bet she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Well, that's fine. So thanks for that, Greg. Yeah. Well, that's it. Now you're brought into the war. It's all your fault. And then on top of that, I also have the war, of course, with the uh, rat in my basement. <laughs> that, that you, this is my glory. This is the glamorous life of Greg Nibbler. That's pretty much what we're talking wow, about right now. Greg. The war with the rat in Enviable. my basement. <laughs> I've got a rat that got into my basement. It chewed my backpack. There is war there. It's unfinished. I have not got it yet, but I will. And then, uh, of course, there's the war with the neighbors. And I'll, I'll talk about that one in a little bit. But before we get there... We need to address a serious issue. It here is with not Sarah. a serious issue. It's well, just something I don't that know. I brought up in passing. I mean, in our lives, this is this is kind of a big deal because Sarah apparently. I'm not. I'm being typecast. Sarah, is there something you'd like to say? There is nothing I want to say. I was just telling you how I've noticed because, like, ah, all right. So basically, everybody has like their places. Like, do you have a particular aisle or like place that you can go in, like a supermarket or like a drugstore or something, where you can like sit and look at something for a really long time? Um, I generally hate shopping of all kinds. I like, I'm a get in, get out kind of person. I mean, I like, I guess I like camping stuff. Like, I can look at that stuff. Yes, yeah, so you could just go around and, and wander around in there for a while. Yeah, and just look at all the camping stuff, like That's one by one. Probably the only thing I can think of where I would be able to do that. Like, I love electronics too, except for I can't afford a lot of what I want. So then it just makes me mad. Mm. So then I can't look at that stuff. But yeah, maybe I guess I could look at camping stuff. Yeah, a little bit. and you can, and you know, you're, you're totally at peace, and you don't feel rushed, right? And you can just kind of look at stuff and be like, oh, maybe I can afford this, and you kind of look at other things and like weigh like prices. Like maybe you might be able to afford that, but not sure you're gonna. Look at other things and see. I guess. Yeah. So this is how I am at the makeup aisle. And I love, I, I have loved makeup. I think it was because my parents wouldn't let me wear it when I was younger. And uh, so my sister and I, you know, we could like play makeup, but not very much. And so we weren't. What's, I, what's play makeup? Like actual makeup, but you couldn't leave the house in it. Oh, Like okay. you could play with makeup. Like I used to pay my sister to uh, be able to do her makeup. Wow. Yeah, no, I would give her a dollar. Like, she wouldn't let me do her makeup because she wasn't. Now, she now every time I go to Seattle to visit her, she wants me to do her makeup. But when I was little, she never wanted me to do it. So it always, like, you know. How that, the tables have turned. They have turned. So, anyway, my happy spot. We have, a, you know, we're very busy and there's a lot of crap going on all the time. My super number one all time happy spot is in a grocery or like a department store or, like, I guess, like a grocery store, but drugstore. Right. Makeup aisle. 
I love it. I will stand in a makeup aisle for a good time. Will go by and I won't even know it. Like today. I think I, I wasn't really in a rush because I had to find. I, I was picking up a couple of makeup pieces for my friend Heather, who's getting married this weekend, and so there were all these sales happening. So I decided that I was probably in the makeup aisle today for about twenty five thirty minutes. You were in the same aisle for twenty five or thirty five minutes. Mm-hmm. That is a long time. It's a long time, but it takes a, that's a lot of product to go through. So I like to go through. What piece is there by to go piece. through? What, There's you need so lipstick. many. Go different- buy a lipstick. No, there are many different brands. There are different colors, different shades. Do I want it glossy? Do I want it matte? Do I want long-lasting? Do I want it you know, as a layer? Do I, oh, hey, look at all these like different foundations. Like that this sounds one. exhausting. It's amazing. It's like basically your, fa- your face is a canvas and you're picking out the paints for it. <laughs> it's fun. That sounds miserable to me. That mm. sounds like the worst thing ever for me. It's, it, I, it, is my, it is my happiest place. It, and there's, So there's this one place in particular that's kind of near my house that I'll go to because they have a really big makeup aisle with like every, you know, brand that's not you know a fancy brand in like you could ever think of so i'll, I'll spend a, a lot of time in this makeup aisle because i'll go through because there'll be like something will be like everything's 50 percent off so it's always kind of, of a surprise course, it's the discount makeup mm-hmm. isn't that the stuff you want to stay away from is that the stuff that like turn your skin no just green? because it's discontinued doesn't mean that it's bad uh, doesn't that kind of mean though that no, people it doesn't. don't want it? Just it just means that it wasn't as successful as it wanted to be, and they bought too much product, so they're phasing it out of the store. Which means you can go which to the fifty percent off clearance it. and get it for really cheap. That's called cutting your losses, mm. is what they're doing right there. Because nobody wants whatever that is, but of course you you do because that's a value, that's a bargain for the fifty percent off. Isn't it also cheap makeup that gave you a sty on your eye? No, it was expensive makeup. Okay, that was expensive. That was makeup. expensive makeup. That's the first and only time I'm I bought expensive mascara. That was like a forty dollar mascara. And you believe that directly led to your style? I believe so. Okay, I believe so. All right. Because I tried to get a little too classy, and it's like, no, 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 Sarah, no, no, no. You're you're drugstore classy. You're not like fancy department store like makeup. It's fancy. being noted in the chat. So instead of uh, it being bad, it just means, as Bean says, it just means nobody wanted it. Totally, and I want it because Sarah it's like it. yeah, like seventy five percent off. I think it's amazing. Okay, it's not like it's. Expensive. Inspired makeup. It's just something that wasn't popular at that particular brand, like state, like store, and okay. so they they discount it so that way they can get rid of it and put new product on. So anyway, I've noticed lately though because I like to go like I'll I'll pick up my food usually like I'll stop by um, this place and get like some food after I go for a run, and then if I have you know a few minutes to kill, I'm like, well maybe I should go and look in the makeup aisle. Is this like the little voice in your head always telling you to look at makeup? Mm-hmm. This is what goes on in your head. I have a problem. Yeah. Um, it reminds me, I read this book called um, Confessions of a... Yes, sir, you should look at the makeup. I don't know. What, do we have time? Yeah, you have time. You always have time for you, Sarah. You should go look at the makeup. Okay, I'll I, go look at the makeup. I do know I have a problem. There's this amazing book. I can't remember. Her name is Sonia something. She wrote this book. Uh, you would hate it. It was, called this, it was called Confessions of a Shopaholic. I've heard of this. I don't know what yeah, they, it is. They made it into a movie, which wasn't good. But the book itself was really well written. And it's exactly the way that this girl in this book feels about clothes is the way that I feel about makeup. Like, she's like, oh, my gosh, if I how can I not have this scarf if I don't get this scarf? You know, then I won't be known as the girl with this amazing scarf. And this is totally going to change my life. And I need to have this thing. That's kind of how it is. I'm like, this lipstick, this lipstick's the best color ever. This could be my lipstick color. This could be like my signature lipstick color. Oh, my God, it's going to look a good. signature lipstick. I know color? it's stupid. It is stupid. But I think this, and so like, I don't want to miss out on anything. Like, what if, like, something, the perfect piece of makeup is there? So, anyway, so I've been doing this, you know, I've been. Were going, you ever the girl that wore, like, blue lipstick? No. It makes my teeth look yellow. I tried. I mean, I would, like, try it at home, and then I'd be like, no, couldn't do it. Okay. Couldn't do it. All right, I was just curious. No. 
But I have noticed lately that when I've been spending my time perusing the makeup aisle that uh, I'll be there for about 10, <laughs> about 10 minutes. And then this woman, I would think like uh, at this place, it's it's a Fred Meyer. This is what it is. Right, yeah. And, uh, and uh, so there's a woman who... Isn't I can that's like her section like the makeup and like the skincare and stuff. But I'll notice after I've been there for about ten minutes, like you know, leaning down and looking at all the different makeups, she'll all of a sudden, she'll always wander into the aisle and kind of start standing near me and like f- like fickling with things like next to me, but not like refilling them or taking inventory or anything. She's just kind of there and she's like <laughs> watching me. And I can see like she kind of looks over. She's like, "Oh, can I help you with anything?" I'm like, "Oh no, I'm fine. I'm just looking around." Like you know, my over explaining self. I'm like, yeah. "I just really love looking at makeup." Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, oh. No, okay. no, say exactly what you say to her. How much do you overexplain? Do you get nervous? Do you start getting sweaty when she's standing there? Well, I'm sweaty in life. So I'm, regardless, I'm sweaty. Yeah. It doesn't, that doesn't, I'm not sweaty because yeah. of her. I'm sweaty because of life. That's not helping your cause to say that you're not stealing. No, I didn't say I wasn't stealing. I'm not stealing. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no. No, I didn't say to her I'm not stealing. I didn't go like, I like makeup. I'm not stealing. You I'm, cracked that easy? I just made you crack with that? I do not have the balls to steal. I do not. I do not. I am not going to go to jail over stealing like a $2 lip liner. <sighs> No, I am not. No, plus this is like my neighborhood, Fred Meyer. I know, like I'm, I'm on a first name basis with a few people that work there. I think that they all think I'm kind of crazy. I know who will crack the quickest under pressure right here. I do not steal. <laughs> no, but I'm saying they all know like how weird I am because I'll buy like, you know, a salad and then two lipsticks and an eyeshadow. And that's like, <laughs> that's my dinner. <laughs> and a bottle of wine. And a bottle of wine. Wow. But anyway. All like, right. So you do this quite often. You're in this aisle enough to where you recognize the lady. You recognize what she's doing. So you know each other at this point. She never recognizes me. It was kind of hurting my feelings because I'm like, I know her. Cause she always... Wait a minute. Do you approach this woman? No, but she stands like, next to like, me because she's oh, looking at again. me like I'm trying to steal something. I'm like, I'm not going to steal Fred Meyer makeup. This is not something that I'm going to do. And I'm not going to steal in life. As I told you, I have a very healthy fear of authority. This is a lot of explaining. A lot of explaining for this situation. No, but I'm saying I, I will not steal. I, I will not steal. I had friends who stole stuff when I was younger, and I would just never had the balls to do it. I, okay. I don't want to because I would get caught, and I just I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just not something I would do. But this woman, I've noticed like lately when I've been in the aisle, particularly this morning, uh, she was staying. She just kept like getting closer and closer to me, and just kind of looking at things on the aisle, like, like fiddling looking, with the uh, fiddling with things, like not doing anything, but just kind of like looking over. Like she'd be like, "Are you sure I can't help you with anything?" I'm like, "Oh no, I'm good. I'm just looking at this. You know, everything's by. I won't get one half off. So I'm really enjoying looking at all these colors. Really love it's some great colors over here." That's what you throw to her. Oh my god, I'm embarrassed for you I at this know. point. But I had to be there. I mean, it was like I, I had to go and get some makeup for Heather. So I mean, and I had to be there. It's not like I couldn't be there. Like I was supposed to be there. Is this also what you said to her? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to be here. My friend's getting married this weekend. Oh my gosh! Look at all the half-off makeup. Oh wow, this is just amazing. Oh well, then oh boy, it's just really neat that I'm in here. And then there's so many different colors. What's your name? What are you doing later today? Yeah, that's that's. I can see that being an issue. So, so she was following me up and down the makeup aisle. Like I look at stuff because I take a while to look at it. Like I don't just look at something like nah, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll, you know, if they have the tester, like I'll open it and look at it and like put a little on my hand. And Wait, see you it. can test the makeup that yeah, everybody else testers. is using. You don't put it on your mouth. You put it on your hand. 
Gross. How's that gross? You shake strangers' hands. Yeah, but I, I don't know. There's something unnerving about that. You don't know who's putting that on you. That's like if they had an open bottle of Neosporin. Feel free to try it out it on is, your skin. Nobody is like taking the lipsticks little, and putting them on their mouths. Have a cut, rub this in it, and then see if it works. Unless they do. I don't think they do. Well, how do you know where those people are putting the makeup on? Like, you don't know what they're I doing. I guess I don't. I would think a normal human being wouldn't take a tester and put it on their mouth. Well, I think most normal human beings wouldn't take a tester in a Fred Meyer aisle and put it on their skin. I... You have to try the. They have the colors to demonstrate whether or not, so you can know before your purchase if it's a good color for you. So yeah, so she kept like shadowing me, and I was looking around. It was kind of making me a little uncomfortable because I already, you know, I had some. I perhaps I bought some lip glosses and stuff today, but I, I needed that for Heather's wedding. Um, so I had stuff in my bag, so it's not like or in my basket, so it's not like I didn't have anything in there, and I'm just standing there for a long period of time. Like trying to wait for her to turn her turn her head so I can pocket a wet and wild. You have overexplained this so much. I already now actually do think you've stolen. <laughs> I something. didn't. Ste- I have told you know me. I don't have the balls to steal. I don't. Do you really think that? All right, Greg. On it. I'm asking Greg honestly. Honestly, do you really think that I would steal something? I don't think so. Only because you you're know, afraid? Yeah, you know that I wouldn't. That would be the only reason. It wouldn't be on any moral grounds. It would be because you're afraid. I think that that would probably be it. But at the same time, this lady is following you around so much and so, and staring at you so much that that means she knows who you are. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if perhaps in their department, like when they have their meetings I'm the in weird the morning, girl. Like, I know I'm the weird girl. So who do we have to worry about? What have we noticed? Have you guys observed anything, you know, just so we can keep track of, like, theft and keep track of everything in the store? Well, yeah, I mean, there's this one girl. I don't think she's stealing anything, but if we can pull up the camera. I did s- snap a picture of her. Um, this is her. She comes into the store a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, she comes into the wine section quite a bit, too. Oh, yeah, no, she's always buying the 50% uh, salads that we have on sale. Oh, so you guys have seen her. Okay, so you guys know who she is, too. So it's always half off. So it's always – and it's cheap wine. All right, so she's obviously not not spending a lot of money, and yet she's spending this much time in the makeup aisle. Hmm. Well, yeah, that's a good idea, uh, Sally. Let's keep an eye on her. Let's make sure we take a note when she comes in the store. We'll Mm. radio you and let you know she's heading back to the makeup store so you can get out there. Well, she followed me around the entire time, and you know what? I was just fine with it because I knew I wasn't doing anything wrong. Like, what's she going to be like? Oh, I'm going to frisk you. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just looking at the the makeup. I appreciate all the different colors. God, I sound like an autistic child or something. I'd like to just look at the colors. I do. I love it. I love looking at all the different colors and thinking about how they could change my life if I buy that certain They color. could change your life. Oh, my God. Wow. We're really getting to the bottom. At of least I don't have expensive taste. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going, going to, like, off. I'm not going to Sephora and being like, I can't live without this $45 eyeshadow palette. Like, this is me struggling with, like, between, like, a $1.50 lipstick and, like, a $2 one. Hmm. Which is why I have so much makeup. Which is why you need to spend 25 minutes at the Nile staring at something. I'm probably going to go back again today. You're going to go back there? There's a lipstick that I regret not buying. I keep thinking about it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like your life is less because you don't have that? Do you feel like you're missing out on something? What kind of opportunities do you think will arise because you use that color of lipstick? What, like in your fantasy world where you're thinking about this for 25 minutes, what do you think is going to happen? Like you wear that lipstick and it's going to be like you walk out of the store and it'll be like a montage in a movie. Like, there she goes. Yeah, my hair is going to be like flowier and I'm not going to be sweaty. Yep, all because you and have I'm the gonna right. And I'm going to be tan and fit. All because of the right color of lipstick. Mm-hmm. It's going to make everything mm-hmm. look better. Mm-hmm. And some guy will pull up in a Ferrari. Excuse me, ma'am, you're beautiful. I'd like to whisk you away in my private You brain. have the most beautiful mouth I've ever seen. <laughs> look at that lipstick color. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's what your dream guy sounds like, too, by the way. Yes. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> Come plane ride me. Hi, dream guy. <laughs> <laughs> your lipstick is beautiful, madam. See, look at all these opportunities I'm missing out by not buying that. Like, minutes are going by right now, and I still don't have it. Yeah. Who knows what opportunities you missed out on already today? Mm. What if it's gone when you get there? What if somebody already Don't you up? dare. Was it on the discount? It was in the discount section? It was buy one, get one half off. Buy one, get one half off. There could be another you that goes in there middays, and she's just going to snatch it all up, and she's going to be the one riding off in a Ferrari with the guy that sounds like Cookie Monster and like flying off on a plane. It could be her. Look what you've missed out on. There were three on. tubes left. Oh, I wish Sarah was here about your hair. Now you have lipstick pretty. That's how it's going to kind of sound. Whatever, Greg. No, I'm just saying it's a possibility. Um, so I'm saying, like, that woman can follow me as much as she wants. I'm not going to steal. I'm not stealing anything. And I will not All let right. anybody You've take away. A I'm concrete like, statement here. Sarah's taking a stand right now, making sure people know. So, yeah, so if you're ever at Fred Meyer and you see some weird, sweaty girl standing in the aisle, like, looking as intently as if I am in a museum looking at a work of art, if you see someone standing there squinting and, like, struggling over what makeup she's in, it's me. It's me. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And just notify the store authorities. Make sure they're aware. Just keep an eye on her. Don't think we'll have a problem here, but let's just keep an eye. Mm-hmm. At the wrap-up meeting today. Yeah, she was back. She was in here twice. Again, you know, to twice today. So we're starting to get a little bit worried. She was obsessing over some lipstick that she said was, was here earlier, but it's not there now. And do we have any more? And when we told her no, she got a little bit upset. This is how I'm imagining their meeting going. Thanks. Thanks for that. Yes, indeed. <laughs> now I'm no. thinking about it. God damn it. No, I don't I don't believe that you're stealing. I do know somebody who is stealing, and that is uh, the third part of my war that I wanted to bring up that I'm waging. Of course, the floor Uh-oh. wars with the with the new lady who moved in upstairs of our studio, mm-hmm. our recording studio here in Southeast Portland. It's wonderful. The building's wonderful, except for whoever moved in right next, right above us. And then, of course, there is the the rat in my basement that just wrapped back. Again, the glorious life of Greg Nibbler. And there's a rat that chewed through my backpack. You're just fighting with uh, with unnamed people upstairs, fighting rats down below. Yeah, and I'm going to get that fucker. I will get him. I will get him. That rat is going to get it. That's all I'm going to say. So uh, I'm after I'm after the rat too. Then on top of that, because it is, of course, summer, and if you guys don't like these kinds of updates, you know, I don't have to give them, but I figure people are interested to know about, you know... I want to know. I don't know what's happened. What has happened? Well, it has to do, of course, with my meth-head neighbors, and they are back in action. So as long as I've owned this house in southeast Portland, I've shared a fence with meth-head neighbors. Uh, You guys who listen to the show, of course, you know this. My neighborhood has actually turned into quite a nice one, minus the next-door neighbors, and they will never leave. I can't get rid of them. And summer is their active time. It is when they are fully, fully active. They're, they're out of hibernation. This is when they're acting. And yesterday, there were two big new developments in what's going whoa, on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Two in one day? Two in one day. Two in one day. Activities. Actually, three. I take that back. There were three different things. Greg, I'm yesterday. getting a little overwhelmed here. You're going to have to take one at a time. Things have picked up. So there are the, the, the two brothers who live there. You know, they're always there. Sure. They're the alphas. Mm-hmm. And then they have their cast characters that are around. Well, yesterday I was at, at the house and I got, um, I took like a break and came home mid-afternoon for like an hour. And I'm sitting there and uh, my roommate's dog, Lily, was in there. It was in the living room. I was like, I, actually, I was working on the show. And she's sitting next to me and I just hear her start, 
like growling. And she doesn't really growl usually unless somebody random comes to the door. Mm-hmm. I looked at the door. There's nobody there. I'm like, what What the hell are you growling at? D- did the rat come up here? Go get it. But she, it wasn't the rat. They won't come up there. So I'm trying to figure out where it was. And I look out the window. And I really regret not getting a picture of this because I didn't have my phone up quick enough. So I apologize. I will get you guys a picture of, of this if you so want it. And I look across my yard and over my fence, and I can see the over neighbors. Over the river and through the woods. Right. And I can see the neighbor's roof. And he's got this, uh, the building that they're in, it's kind of like a slanted roof. And I'm high enough up in my house that I can see directly on their roof from my living room. And there, standing in the sun glistening, was a giant shirtless meth head milling about, oh. walking around in circles on the roof. And I'm sitting there saying that. I'm like, okay, well, now I see what you're growling at. And good dog. Good dog. I I encourage that kind of behavior. And this guy was doing something that I haven't seen him do this in a while. Now, I I haven't seen the methods on the roof for a while. There used to be the girl who would get up there and then bark at my dog. Mm -hmm. My dog was around. And she would sit there and bark at her. And then my dog would bark back. And it would go on and on forever because it's basically two animals barking at each other. This was a guy. And he, he he was shirtless, of course, in his cutoff jean shorts. Very high up jean shorts, too, I will say. Quite high, uh, disturbingly high up. And he was pacing back and forth. Just pacing back and forth. Going around in circles on the roof. All right. And at that point, you know, I got up and I was like, oh, wow, okay, this is happening. This is happening. I need to get a picture of this. And I, by the time I got my phone out, it didn't happen long. It was just a quick blip. You know, it's like a Sasquatch sighting. It's just like, ooh, it's gone. And then it's taken away from you. It's gone, and I couldn't, it's like I can never prove it now. You know, I could be making this up, but I I promise you I'm not. But I didn't get picture evidence, and that is is unfortunate, which is why I can kind of relate to some people, you know, who say they see Sasquatch. You're you're mystified by it at first, like I was with the shirtless meth head walking in circles. And it's like, what is going on? And your brain's trying to wrap it, you're trying to wrap your mind around it, trying to understand what's happening. And then you snap too, and it's too late, and it's gone like that. You'll never see it again. So this this guy hopped off the roof, so I couldn't get the picture of it. However... I Hard didn't, times. I did want to. I did want to continue to try to get this this evidence for everybody else, and uh, that's when I discovered the new developments in the backyard. Last year, Tent City, uh, Tarp City, Tarp City, Tarp City, Tarp City was something that was that sprung up in the backyard where they strung a whole bunch of tarps together across the entire backyard that they have, and then stored stuff, and there were sleeping bags under there, and I think people were staying there. Now they've upgraded Tarp City, and it is, in fact, turning into a tent city. It is a giant tent of some kind. They like a have circus tent? Not a circus tent. I don't think they have room for that, although, I mean, it is a circus, but I, I, it's, it's more a... A, a some kind of a sh- they're using it I think it's like a shack for somebody to live in is my guess I'm still in the early investigative phases but there is now a big tent over there it's it's a really tall one because it goes way above the fence line and the fence is probably fence is probably almost six feet high and it's a way above the fence okay so it's over there they've they've de- constructed this thing it's still there it's still there as of this morning I don't know what the purpose of it is. I don't know who's staying in there. However, last night, because we came down here to the studio and, and yesterday during the day and, and uh, had people come and pick up sweatshirts, had a great time. Uh, thanks to everybody who, who stayed and hung out. That was, that was a really good time mm-hmm. yesterday. And, but by the time I got home, it was probably 9, 9.30 or something like that. So I walk out to my backyard, just to, once again trying to take a look and see what's going on. And that's when I hear it. And I think this is the barrel clown guy. That is back that I was referencing the other day. So oh, he's yeah, a new the, character. Okay, yeah. The guy who was yelling, hey, man, hey, man, you got a cigarette? 
Hey man! Hey man! Hey man! This guy Stop was out it. there. This guy was out there. I'm sure it was him because it sounded like the same voice, and he was mad. I don't know what was going on over there. It is. It's like eavesdropping in on some kind of horrible science experiment or a horror house, and you don't know what's happening, but you don't want to go over and investigate yourself. And it's just this guy out there going, Oh, gross, Greg. God damn it. God damn it. Oh, fucking God damn it. And that's what he was saying over and over. So these are like his ticks. Fucking God damn it is one of the things that he just yells and screams. Oh, my God. And uh, so I, I think... I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's happening, but I believe he may be the one staying in the tent. Okay. I think he's, he's my newest neighbor so, resident. Oh, wow. It's, and he looks like he's a giant. He looks like a barrel clown where they like they strap the barrel on him and then they put yep. clothes over him. Mm-hmm. But that's how he looks like normal. So what? It, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, everyone's being pointed out. What is he building over what's there? What's he building in there? Oh, God. What the hell is he building in there? That is what it's like. I am the guy looking over there, trying to figure out what he's building over there. And I will get to the bottom of it, and I will deliver that news to all of you who listen to Fun Employment Radio. You will get a solid update. On you really happened. are Tom Hanks and the Burbs, you know that? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I can see you going out with a bathrobe, like peeking through the fence, like, what? what is he, what's going on over there? What's he building in there? Stop it. Kind of. That is kind of what it's like. Because I, I do have, you know, my good neighbors that, unfortunately... Well, fortunately for them, I guess rather, they don't share a fence. So really, I bear the brunt of it. Mm-hmm. And I finally dispelled the the uh, the worry of some other neighbors that possibly I was involved because any time I've met some of the other neighbors, like when Walter was missing and like other stuff, I've I've recently spoken to a few of the other neighbors down the street, the side street, and I was like, oh yeah, I live on the corner. Like, you live on the corner? No, <laughs> like, no, not their house. I live on the other corner, not the meth heads. Believe me, I'm aware. Of the- oh, and they're like, oh. What's up with those guys? I'm like, yeah, I I know. Believe me, I know. Just so you know, I'm not associated with them. If you notice, my yard's pre- pretty well maintained. Yeah, the house is pretty well maintained. Nothing to do. That with That sucks that you're like associated with it because you share a fence. It does. Well, because none of them want to come down there, and they always see them milling about outside of my house. So then they, you know, they don't know because I don't come out and talk to them. So that's that's hopefully I've tried to dispel some of this lately. But nonetheless. That's where it's at right now. Just an update on one of my three-pronged fronts. You know, my three fronts that I'm that I'm battling. I will get to the bottom of this, and I will figure out what it is that they're building over there, and I will get you guys picture evidence. So that's that's my promise. All right, you better take some photographs tonight. I will get some photos. Okay, I want to see this. I will indeed. All right, so there we go. That's the update. <laughs> wow, we're both just keeping it classy over here. Well, that's we're classy people. So. We are. You're stealing makeup, and I'm. I am uh, not stealing makeup. You're not you stop stealing that. makeup. I misspoke. You're not stealing makeup. And I am engaged in a battle with uh, with a lady upstairs, some meth heads, and a rat in my basement. I'm, I'm ladies. If you'd like to talk to me about hanging out at my house, <laughs> send me an email, Greg at funemploymentradio.com. Wow, that was really good. Real good way, don't get any like love letters from lady listeners. Like they don't like you get a guy that writes into you and says, "Hey, nice tits." I don't have any lady uh, ladies writing me saying, "Hey, Greg." Do you want them to say nice tits? It sounded really hot. No, because that would imply that I'm... No. <laughs> I'm not getting any of that. Greg, when you were talking about the rat in your basement the other day, it was just so hot, and I just wanted to <laughs> let you know. <laughs> the way you describe the method. Oh, uh, the words that you use. Your... <laughs> 
Oh, God. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up, out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. If you're going to break into somebody's house, probably the best thing that you could do is... Not leave a whole bunch of your fingerprints and body imprints all over the place. Uh, police have caught a suspect. I, so I didn't even realize that this was actually a thing. I thought it was more of like a CSI kind of thing. Where like uh, you can actually like trace people from their fingerprints and you know like actually get it back. Because they were able to find this guy based on the fact of a couple things that he touched in this house. So police say that a, a suspect accused of robbing a 94-year-old in Albuquerque, New Mexico, has been caught after he shaved and showered inside of the victim's home and left behind his fingerprints. <laughs> So uh, this guy is 43-year-old Rudy Chavez. He was arrested. According to the criminal complaint, Chavez, um, oh my gosh, so he broke into this house, held the person who lived there at gunpoint, while then he showered, shaved, dressed inside their clothes, and then left uh, with their car, television, and cash. Uh, The complaint said that Chavez told the owner that he was committing the robbery because he had just been released from prison and couldn't find work. Now, I'm just trying to think about the physics. How was he holding them at gunpoint while he was taking a shower? I guess he like put a, pointed the gun at him and then maybe went to take the shower and then came back. But why would you stand there if the guy's in the shower? Did well, he shower a, with does the say gun he's pointing? 94 years old. Oh, okay. So he wasn't very spry, okay. probably. Okay, so he's probably a little bit... Okay. Uh, so police were able to identify Chavez through fingerprints on the razor that he used and a bottle of mouthwash that he had left some imprints on. Uh, so he faces a number of charges, including kidnapping. So he is headed right back to jail. I just, I didn't know, like, I mean, I guess that's how police work, but I didn't realize that you could still, you know, like, leave fingerprints at the scene, and then they'd be able to identify you with the fingerprints. Do you think those were irrelevant now, that fingerprints stopped existing? I don't know, because so many people get away with so much stuff. Like, I didn't think that they really were thorough about that kind of stuff anymore. Mm. I'm just saying. Out of Marlboro, Massachusetts, a Massachusetts man was awoken to a rude surprise yesterday morning when he found a bloody stranger drunkenly sleeping on a couch in his living room. That would be terrifying. That would be awful. So about 4.30 a.m., an unidentified Marlboro Marlboro homeowner woke up to discover 30-year-old Timothy Francis Benway passed out and covered in blood on his couch. So the homeowner had never met this guy before, and he doesn't know how he got in. They think that they might have uh, accidentally left the door unlocked. Uh, The father of two rounded up his children, wife, and father-in-law, and removed them from the house before contacting the police, where the bloody guy was still sleeping on the couch. Police were able to arrest him and determined that he broke into the house through an attached apartment where the father-in-law was living. So he was able to get in through there, not waking up the father-in-law. Uh, so Benway had no idea why he was covered in blood. But the police officers were able to describe the cuts uh, that and say that they were consistent to those that incurred when a highly intoxicated individual falls down inside of a wooded area. <laughs> so this is the weirdest part. This is what I, why I brought the story. So this guy has been charged with vandalism, and the vandalism is for bleeding on the couch. I mean, I guess technically. Yeah. That's kind of gross. Entering a building at nighttime. Entering. Okay, I didn't know that was a... Yeah, me neither. Like breaking into a building? I didn't know what the nighttime is. Vandalism for bleeding on the couch, entering a building at nighttime, and putting a person in fear. Putting a person in fear. Yeah, those are the things that he was charged with. Okay. Interesting. Not just breaking and entering? Nope. That wasn't even named. All right. Vandalism for blood, entering a building at night, Vandalism. and putting a person in fear. Well, classy individual. Does he know what happened to him? How he ended up there? No, he does. He has no recollection of how he ended up wow. there. Yes. <laughs> that sounds like a bad night. I've had a lot more stories from Seattle lately. 
Yeah, Seattle seems to be picking up the pace with yeah. the uh, with the craziness. Well, there was the lawn chair humper uh, last week, the 33-year-old Seattle woman. Yes. Who was caught fornicating with a lawn chair. <laughs> yes. Uh, but this is a man this time. Uh, a Seattle man has suffered a large cut and bruising after he was hit over the head with an aluminum baseball bat. And this attack occurred moments after the victim had finished fighting a one-legged man who tried to beat him with a prosthetic leg. Please start from the top with that one. That was a lot. A Seattle man has suffered a large cut and bruising after he was hit over the head with an aluminum baseball bat, which occurred just moments after he had finished fighting a one-legged man who came after him with a prosthetic leg. (laughs) (laughs) Well, doesn't Seattle have the combat law where if you agree upon it, although that's just supposed to be fists, no weapons. Is it just supposed to be fists? I think so. I think that's just like fisticuffs. If you two agree this is how you're going to settle your issue, you can go outside and you can fist fight. Okay. And and it's legal. Combat law. Aaron was explaining Well, he that. was explaining it, but I didn't know if there were, if it could only be fists or not. I doubt they'd go to weapons, but maybe maybe that counts since that was part of his body, I guess technically, this prosthetic leg. All right, so the first fight he had was with the guy with the prosthetic leg. An officer from the Seattle Police Department was on the scene for the first fight, which was the one with the prosthetic Mutual leg. Combat. There we go. Uh, although the combatants originally didn't recognize his presence, uh, after the officer eventually was able to stop the fight, the victim... Started to walk off while the one-legged man reinserted his prosthetic limb while he was getting ready. So as the officer looked on, as the victim was walking away, a third individual grabbed an aluminum baseball bat and hit him in full force over the head. Yeah, the suspect was arrested uh, for investigation of assault and violation uh, of the Uniform Controlled Substances Act after he uh, was caught throwing away a baggie of cocaine. Uh, the victim refused treatment after suffering a large cut and bruising. The guy who hit them with the baseball bat was arrested, and it is unclear what happened to the one-legged man. Yeah, how was the baseball guy tied to this whole thing? I don't know. He just came out of nowhere. Yeah. But nobody knows sounds, what happened to the one-legged man. Like the other two just kind of settled their differences, whatever the fight was. They were both walking away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's that's getting involved where you don't need to. Mind your own business. I know, and now he's in trouble. Yep. And the one-legged man, gone. it's gone. In my quest to never fly again, I give you another story about an airline. This is out of Beijing. Uh, a China Eastern Airline Corps passenger plane that had started its nighttime descent into an airport was forced to abort its landing after air traffic controllers who were supposed to guide them in fell asleep inside of the tower. The incident took place on July 8th, just coming out now, as the third mishap in two months involving the Chinese carrier. Uh, A transcript of the flight recording shows that the China Eastern flight crew made repeated attempts to contact the flight controllers at the airport, twice in English, once in Chinese. All of the calls went unanswered as they're trying to land this plane. Uh, The airplane was forced to return up into the air and circle the airport for about 15 minutes before landing. So this was between 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock in the morning. So, uh... Eventually, I guess they must have woken up because they were able to finally land. That's horrifying. Yeah. So, uh, no word on what happened to the people who were working in the tower. China Eastern was unavailable for comment. They were landing in Beijing? They were landing in Beijing, yeah. Yeah, that's not like a tiny little airport Mm -mm. in the middle of nowhere. It's a rather major city. Yeah, and people are just sleeping up there. There was nobody that would awake... They tried three different times, and they had to circle the airport for 15 minutes. Wow. Those kind of guys get paid a lot. I think they do. Well, I don't know what to get paid. (laughs) Sumon saying, falling asleep, that's suspicious. I bet they were having carnal relations. Oh, well, that could be. (laughs) Carnal relations. Oh, and finally, there's this. 
a woman by the name of Alex Lancaster was left brokenhearted after her fiance decided to fake his own death because he didn't have the balls to tell her that he didn't want to be with her anymore. <laughs> Alex Lancaster, 23 years young of the United Kingdom, reportedly met American Tucker Blanford, also 23, uh, when she was attending college in Connecticut. The two quickly fell in love. As uh, Alex Lancaster said, he was such a gentleman. He showered me with jewelry. We'd go out for posh dinners on the 10th of every month to celebrate the day we got together. I've never been in love like that before. I met his family and they treated me like a daughter. His mom and I became so close. So she eventually had to go back to the UK and she feared their good thing would come to an end when she returned home. So when Tucker Blanford proposed to her, she said, yes, yes, yes. Now the two talked every day and started planning a wedding in Connecticut. Uh, Lancaster spent money on a dress made the invitations, even booked flights for Blanford so he could come and visit her in the UK. Things started to change, though, when she got a call from a man, after she hadn't talked to her fiancé in a couple days, who said he was Blanford's father. He said Tucker had been deeply depressed and wanted to die, so he had thrown himself in front of a car. Oh, my God. Yes, and this is the voice sounded oddly familiar. Oh, uh, yes, this is... Oh, uh, uh, hello. This is Tucker's dad. Tucker was deeply depressed and wanted to die, so he threw himself in front of a car. Sorry, goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, the man then explained that he had been trying to send Tucker off to a psychiatric unit for help, but it was too late. She said, I couldn't believe, breathe, it was absolutely devastating. She got off the phone emotionally shattered, but things took a weird turn when she decided to call the family back the next day to give her condolences to her mother. Or to his mother, excuse me. So Tucker uh, Blanford's mother answered the phone, but had no clue that her son had died. In oh, fact, she had geez. seen him earlier that morning, and he was alive and well. She said that Tucker was absolutely fine, but also thought that we had split up, because that's what he had said a few weeks before. <laughs> she knew nothing about the wedding. Nope, he's gone. <laughs> Lancaster quickly discovered that the venue they had supposedly reserved for their wedding had no record of their booking. Blanford, being the man that he is, finally... Text messaged her after being caught to say he was sorry and that he'll pay her back uh, half of the $1,200 that she spent for wedding-related expenses. Uh, Lancaster says, I don't think I'll ever forgive him. To pretend to be dead to get out of marrying me is just gutless. If he loved me, how could he do such a thing? Is there a question where she would forgive him? I know. She's going to take him back. Nope, but Blanford doesn't want to be together with her. Tucker Blanford said, I'm a terrible, awful person. I know I shouldn't have told her I was dead, but I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> there, was so, there was no options. He was backed into a corner. There's nothing else <laughs> he, couldn't he could have done. He not just break up with her. He has to go right for the dead. Uh, he says, Alex is an amazing girl, but I got scared and wanted to get out of the relationship. Nope, Tucker's not here anymore. It was moving extremely fast, and with us being in different countries, it was really hard. At the time, I just felt like I couldn't tell the truth, and I thought if I could just postpone, everything would be better. Saying you're dead isn't so much postponing a wedding as it is like... What, he was going to surprise her later? Then yeah. she'd be so happy when I wasn't, actually. So he's trying to d- delay it by pretending he's dead. So now Lancaster, even though she had her heart broken, it's now led her to her new career. She's these, now building... Uh, she's, she's in the UK, too. It's not even like he'd have to worry about her like just popping over afterwards. No. He could just be like, I'm sorry, it's not working out. I don't feel like this. And that's it. Yeah. Or be a fucking she's man thousands of and miles just away. say it. Well, yeah, there's... Well, that's what I mean. Like, just say it. Well, now Lancaster is spending her days in the UK making wedding favors... Because oh. after planning her own wedding, she's found that she's really good at it. Well, so really, he helped her out in the end anyway. There you go. Hey, guys, if you don't want to marry somebody, just tell them. That's easier. 
Not my friends. Your world is crazy. Tucker's not here. He jumped off of it. Uh, Tucker, he's not here anymore. Oh, uh, yes. Is this uh, <laughs> Alex? Uh, yes, Tucker is. Uh, this is Tucker's father. <laughs> wow. That's some, that's some good, good solid avoidance right yeah, there. Yeah, that really is. All right. Uh, well, earlier I did mention how the, uh, you know, seeing the method neighbor and it was elusive, almost like a Sasquatch mm-hmm. popped off of there. Sir, I've got a little something today. Uh-oh. I may not only have some Sasquatch news. I may have found a love match for myself. Oh, my God. Yes, indeed. Wait, a love? That sounded weird. Squatch, I do think there's a squatch in these woods. Yes, indeed. It is time for a Squatch Watch. Squatch Sarah. Watch! And Greg, that I feel is... like we haven't had one in so long. I know. Well, there's been uh, some news that has happened. Some Squatch developments? Some Squatch developments, and this is a development that I have just discovered myself. Uh-oh. And I want to bring it up because I... just I want have... to know how you're tying this into you maybe finding a soulmate. Well, there's somebody I have a newfound respect for, and that I didn't really have any respect for ever before. And that person is... Jesus Christ. Megan Fox. Oh, God. <laughs> Are you serious? So Megan Fox, of course, the 28-year-old actress who is in, um, uh, what is she, in the new Change Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, among other things. Largely, I've not found uh, much intelligence in her. Kind of found her less attractive over the years. But that's changed. Uh-oh. That's changed now, it's all Sarah. snapped back. Because Megan Fox has made a statement regarding Bigfoot. Oh, my God. Bigfoot's real, she told people. When asked about her shared connections to the Comic-Con faithful, and I have confidence in myself that if I were ever to be taken out on an expedition, I would be the one to find Bigfoot. This is what she said. Oh, my God. Megan Fox is confident she can find Bigfoot, and I am confident that I'm the one that should take her out on that. I should take her on this, on this, uh, on this adventure. Who? Like, Bigfoot. what kind of crazy are you where, like, you're getting interviewed for something, and all of a sudden you're just like, you know what? Everybody else has just been doing it wrong. These scientists that have like mapped mm-hmm. out places yeah. and done all this research. No, no, no. I'm Megan Fox. I've been in Transformer movies. Right. But I will totally find Sasquatch. Absolutely. And I'm right there with her. So, Megan, I know you're listening to this show. I know she's tuning in right now. And let me just say, Megan, as part of the officially as part of this Squatch Watch, I am inviting you to come with myself out to the wilderness. To search for Bigfoot. I have a really excellent water filter I got from Next Adventure. Oh, so my God. Will you stop filter. with the water filter? I can fill up your water bottle anytime you want, and we will go out, and we, we are in solid Squatch territory. She needs a local to help look for her. So, um, yeah, I think maybe we have a new uh, power power couple, Gregan. Greg and Megan. Okay, that's Greg enough. Gregan's how that would work. Wow. Gregan Fox. No, something like that. People anyway, are saying that you'd probably end up Megan Fox's forest wife. Um, depending on the context of that, I could mm. probably live with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty sure once we got out there, she'd listen to everything I had to say. I could be her strong male companion while she hunts for Bigfoot. Yes. Stop it! All right, you're being creepy. What's the All other right. one? Uh, that that was it. That is. The, oh, that so is you wanted to? Be, oh, so the the thing, the companion thing, was that you want to be Megan Fox's companion? Yes, indeed. I get it. Yes. I thought maybe there was like a Sasquatch dating site that you were gonna find too, like Sasquatch. <gasps> is believers. there a Sasquatch dating site? I don't know, but I thought maybe it was like Sa- I believe dot com or something. Sasquatch. Where you guys can go on like Sasquatch uh, like tours and stuff together, <gasps> dude. Greg, that's what we need to do. That needs to be our secondary job. 
What? We need to start a Sasquatch dating site where you compare Sasquatch believers and lovers with you know up with other Sasquatchians, and then go and then like you know design camping trips and stuff for them. Oh. Give them sticks to knock against trees to communicate with the squatches. There already is a Bigfoot camping site mm-hmm. that that is here from Portland where you can go camping with them. Okay. That that's already a case. All right. Well, after watching Maybe that's where Megan and I will go. Will you stop calling her Megan? <laughs> that's so creepy. <laughs> All right. And I do have a couple of other stories, though, Sarah, after that exciting news. Gregan. Let's see if we can get that trending. Maybe. Please don't say Gregan. I like the, um, someone said, where did it go in the chat? Megnog. <laughs> <laughs> Megnog it is. <laughs> All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk Balls. Balls. All right, so this is going to be a short ball talk, but it has to do with someone that is very much big in the world of sports right now. Okay. Let me see if you can guess who it is, sir. He used to play football at Texas A&M. He was recently drafted by the Cleveland Browns and now is competing for the starting quarterback job for them. He played in a game last night. Is, no, there was this is a ringing a bell. Game last night. He's I didn't got know football a started. Really generic nickname. Oh, the uh, Johnny Football. Johnny Football. All right. Johnny Manziel. Of course, Johnny Manziel, the uh, douchewad that he is, is now in uh, the NFL. He is playing for the Cleveland Browns, where he signed a contract, and he's. It's the preseason for the NFL. So him and the quarterback from last year, Hoyer, they're competing for the starting job. So they each kind of rotated out playing with the starting team last night to, so that they could try out for the coaches and all kinds of things like that. Well, neither of them did very well. But Johnny Football also was noted for something else. So this is really his first big national televised game, Monday Night Football. And apparently, while he was walking by the Washington bench... Some of their players were kind of taunting him. You know, that's what NFL players do. Mm-hmm. And they were taunting him. And I, I heard the report from the players that were doing it. They were saying, you know, it's not college anymore. Laughing at him, calling him a rookie, and then doing his fake money sign. So he oh, does this yeah. thing where he holds up his hands, like rubs his fingers together like he's counting money. What an idiot. Yeah, that's his, that's his deal. And I guess it got to him. And poor Johnny, knowing that every single fucking camera in the place would be on him because he's the big story. Decides to walk away from them and promptly flip the bench to the bird. He flipped classy. off Real classy. the Washington bench as he was running away. And, of course, it was caught on camera. And now it's being shown everywhere that it was that easy to get under Johnny Football's skin. Just to, I mean, NFL players are ruthless with each other. you got to have a thick skin. you got to be able to take somebody taunting you. Like, it doesn't really doesn't matter. Apparently, he couldn't handle that. So, Johnny Football... Flipping off the bench, not a good look for him to start off his Johnny NFL football. Career. You're Johnny disappointing. Football. But I thought maybe this would be the opportunity. Oh no! To bring something up now. Of course, Cleveland Browns fans were looking to Johnny Football to be their savior. It's been a long. Cleveland's just looking at this to be their year. Right, they've got getting LeBron back, coming yeah, back. Getting LeBron back. That's a big thing. But the Cleveland Browns have long been a terrible, terrible football team. Well, the Cleveland Browns is a terrible name. 
Well, it is. That just sounds like poops. Yeah, I think it's it's named after some guy back in the day. <gasps> no, we talked about this before. You told me, yeah, it was an, it was somebody's last name. Yeah. It's like their coach back in the day or like something. Like something brown and like, I don't he's know. named it yeah, after himself. It's just, either way, it's, it's so boring I don't even remember. But the Cleveland Browns and their fans have been looking at Johnny Football as a savior, so much so that there have been numerous songs that have been written about him. And Sarah, I thought maybe I could just play one of these right now because they're going to, I believe Cleveland fans will be looking past what happened. Oh my God. It's a fan song from YouTube. The smiles glow white in the dog pound tonight. A future we can see. A kingdom of frustration But it looks like we've got a QB Johnny football's running like the swirling storm inside Couldn't keep it in, heaven knows he's never tried Don't let them in, don't let them see Be the good team we thought that you could be Conceal the draft deal, don't let them know Well now they know Let him throw, let him throw Don't hold us back anymore Let him throw, let him throw Let him run through the wind and snow I don't care what they're going to say Let Johnny play on The critics never bothered him anyway Okay, that's enough. That's... I kind of like that. <laughs> ...make our offense seem small And fears that once controlled me Can't get to me at all Oh my God, Greg. People are going to actively start trying to murder you. It's called Let Him Throw, Sarah. Let Him Throw. Okay. Tom Godfrey Music on YouTube. (laughs) A little bit of inspiration for Cleveland fans. It's going to be okay. Let Him Throw. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow, Greg. You really know how to push those buttons. Let him throw. Let him throw. You know what you could do with that song if you really wanted to, Sarah? <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Greg, what could I do? You could get a sonic sketch made. Oh. A visual interpretation of that song. Not, so not just the Frozen one. I could get a, one of Let It Throw. Well, or Let It like let him throw. I don't know if they would do that one. Mm-hmm. But you could, in theory, order a <laughs> custom song. So Sonic Sketches, one of our newest sponsors, uh, sonicsketches.com. That is the best way to go there and see what we're talking about. It's basically incredible artwork where they take a song and then convert it into a WAV file and a visual representation of that file. Mm-hmm. In three panels, it comes in a very cool record pl- record-sized uh, case. It is amazing. It's a wonderful present. I know a lot of people have been getting them for uh, for birthdays and all kinds of stuff like Let that. Let me tell you something themselves. that we did yesterday when we were uh, hanging out in the studio for people picking up their sweatshirts. We actually, so we have a copy of Sonic Sketches, uh, C- Jeff Buckley's cover of Hallelujah. Yes. And it was so fun. So we actually were playing it on the computer, listening to the song, looking at the waves, like watching the song, like like seeing it play out 
on the Sonic sketch as we're listening to the song. It was really cool. That is awesome. It was really, really neat. I've got to say, because you can kind of follow along because you see like the spikes and the, and the lower spots and you can see exactly how it matches up. It's cool. I mean, SonicSketches.com, it's one of the most unique things I've ever seen as far as, um, as far as an artwork. Like if you're a music lover, if you like music or you know somebody who loves music, it's a really, really cool gift. Mm-hmm. And they're available here. If you're in Portland, you can go pick them up at uh, like in a physical store at Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. They're, they're available there. But if you're not in, in Portland, you can also order them online, sonicsketches.com, sonicsketches.com. There's a link right at our website. Mm. And you can use the offer code FER, and you'll get 10% off of your order as well. Awesome. FER. So sonicsketches.com. Go there. Check it out. Pick yourself up one. It is really, really cool. So big thank you to them for being yes. sponsors of Fun Employment Radio. Also, we have a happy birthday that we need to we do. We do. Yes. And it's for James. James. Yes, James, who came to visit. We actually uh, met up with James a few weeks ago. Yes, indeed. James and his lovely wife, Catherine. Absolutely. And it is James' birthday. And we want to wish you a very, very happy birthday, James. Now, Catherine said that he is apparently going on a big road trip, so he saved up a bunch of Fun Employment Radio that he's going to be listening to later this week. So he's going to be listening to them all at once. And Catherine's so sweet, too. I'm looking at this email, and she said, maybe you can reference something about being blurry-eyed as he drives, and hopefully Elvis will wake him up. Yeah, he's going to be on some road trip. <laughs> James, James, wake up. Wake happy up. birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. On damn right. What if he's driving like um, like some in the middle of the night right now on like some long desert road and then it's just us listening to him? James. Wake up, James. You sound like Frank from Donnie Darko. 72 hours. 13 minutes. 21 seconds. Wake up. Wait, you have to do like the robot. Do the wake up. What? Because he has like Wait, the layered uh, voice. When he's trying to. Well, that's so trippy sounding. All right. I think we've done enough. I think you think so? Yeah. All right. Wake up, James. Greg, stop playing Is that with the enough? knobs. Okay, I'll stop playing with the knobs. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You guys are awesome. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120, sonicsketches.com. Bam. And the link is right there on the website with links to uh, all of our fine sponsors, right there at funemploymentradio.com. Thank you so much for finding us. Don't forget, on uh, iTunes, if you listen via iTunes, you can leave us a review and rate us because that helps other people find the show. Mm-hmm. So if you get a second and you haven't done that, please go there. Just click on the, the Fun Employment Radio link for iTunes. Just give a give a give a star review, maybe five of them. That'd be awesome. You know, whatever you want to do. That's real good, Greg. Yeah, yeah, real good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna go back there and maybe uh, peruse some more makeup. You're really gonna be on their list if you're going back there. Again. I am. I am. I'm getting yeah. the lipstick. Yeah. That I didn't get today. I'm not even gonna specify yeah. just in case someone wants to mess with me. I'm not even gonna say what brand it is. Yeah. <sighs> All right. And then I'm going to take a picture of it, and then everyone's going to be like, that's the most beautiful lipstick color I've ever seen. So you're putting the makeup on in the store and then taking pictures of yourself? No, I'm not going to. I'm going to buy it. I'm not going to. And I'm going to purchase it. And I don't steal, as we've talked about. You should just go there and just start trying it all on. Oh, is that what I should do? makeup in the aisle. Okay. No, I'm just testing it out. I want to see if I'm not going to put the tester makeup on my face. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. And, uh, 
Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Fun and Radio. <laughs> Follow us uh, at Greg Nibbler at Sarah X Dylan. And then uh, we will have and on our Facebook page as well. And on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is Fun Employment Radio. This is true, Greg. These are all true mm-hmm. things. These are all facts. These are all facts. Fact. I will try my best to get a picture of the meth heads this afternoon. All right, please do. Yeah, I'm going to do my best. It's your civic duty. Yeah, it really is. Okay. It really is. I'm taking a picture of a shirtless meth head on top of a roof. Nothing's wrong with my life. Nothing at all. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Check up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.